Welcome to Her Wholeness Podcast. We're your hosts, Bridget Myland and Courtney Safor. Her Wholeness is all about the pursuit of becoming our healthiest selves in all domains of our life. We're on a mission to encourage and cultivate lives of freedom, purpose, rest, service, and sustained joy. We really hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Her Wholeness Podcast. We are so happy to have you listening in today. If you're not aware, we are currently in the smack dab middle of our series on essentially community building. I would say it was like the overall umbrella, but we've been talking about basically this combination of networking, community building, and community connectedness, and why it's so important to us in to do all of these things. But what we've really been trying to do is outline why it's important. You know, it's always good to know the why behind why we do certain things. And then once we have that information, kind of spell out the how to. When Bridget and I were talking about this particular episode, which is the second episode in, so we've already discussed networking. This episode is going to be on community building. But when we talked about this particular episode, we decided that in order to do it good justice and really give you enough meat in the time that we have available to you, (laughs) we broke this into two episodes. So for community building specifically, we're going to be talking about the why behind it. Why is it important? Why is it something that we're even spending time on creating a, a whole podcast episode around? So why are we doing that? And then the next episode, we will outline the how to or, you know, the take homes with that. So let's get started. Let's dive in. So we've recorded two previous episodes in this little mini series. And if you've listened to those two, you know, this is something that we really love and we feel very strongly about, which I think we probably feel strongly about every episode that we record. (laughs) We just feel strongly about a lot of topics. We do, we do. But this is from the inception of our podcast idea, this idea of community and getting people together that are on a wholeness journey, a health and wellness journey has been one of the main goals of our podcast from the beginning. So all of these topics are important, but this is something that has just a really special place in Courtney and I's hearts. So what I've done is I have put together a couple of bullets of why community building is important and why we need to do it. I am just going to go through those. And then Courtney and I are going to talk about things as we go along. There are some things that I've put together that are interrelated. So put the interrelated things together so we can talk about them in unison. We hope that this is really valuable I'll have to cut myself off because I think the inclination is to talk about the why and then lead right into, okay, so how do we do it? Like we get so excited for that action step. We're going to leave you hanging a little bit for this episode. And next week's episode, we'll be covering the how to build community that Mm -hmm. is tailored to you. That's specific for, for you. I'll go ahead and start. We've mentioned this before talking about community and talking about relationships and talking about people and our social health, if you will. This is the first bullet. And I feel like everything else kind of falls underneath it. Mm-hmm. That community is a human need. Social connection is a human need. Living in groups 
as something we've been doing for a long time. That's how we have survived. That's how we, that's how we live. We live in groups. So that's the main thing. Why is community building important? It's almost backward even. Actually, as a human, we are required to be social. And so community building is necessary. We've definitely said before in other episodes that we are social creatures. And so what does that mean? Why is it important? Because we need to be a part of a community, right? And Mm -hmm. like I've said before, this is something that as a culture, we've come to get away from. I think more and more, and as we get more progressive in our technology and how we communicate with others, we are disconnecting from that community more and more and more. And we are seeing the negative effects of that, be it physiological effects or really from a mental health perspective, that's probably the most significant impact that we've seen. Yeah, 100%. So moving into the next topic, which is very related to this, being a part of community is important for a sense of belonging. And that belonging piece is so integral. And I would say that the belonging piece is a huge part of why we are social, why we're a social creature. Our human need is to connect socially, is to be seen and to feel like we're a part of something, to belong to something. Mm -hmm. That's a really good illustration because yes, we are social creatures, but why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why are we social creatures? Because we are constantly searching for that feeling of belonging. We have a void of We want to belong to something. We want to be part of something. We want to be connected to something that involves other people. And so you're right. Like point one and point two is the umbrella Mm -hmm. (laughs) that everything else lives underneath. Yeah. I do want to call out too that this is an active process. It's an activity. It's not something that just happens. Being a part of a community is not really a something that can just happen passively. You have to take an active role in it, but it's not one more thing to do. It's not like, oh, I have this laundry list of things to do and all these priorities and I have to add in yeah, building community or relationship building yeah, or whatever it looks me. like. Yeah, it does take effort. It's an active thing, but I think that it, it happened amongst our lives. Like the things that we're already doing, building community is just integrated into all that. It's not one more thing to do. Well, like you said, if we are social creatures and this is something instinctual that we search for, that sense of belonging, then what I'm hearing you say is essentially, this is something that we're doing every day, whether we're even consciously aware of it or not. What we're trying to get the idea into your head about right now is that We can be more intentional about it and do a better job of it when we are trying to be intentional. Yes, yes, yes. Perfectly said. All right. So the next couple of topics I'm just going to fire off because I think that they all help to support that human need and that sense of belonging. They all fall in line underneath that. The first one is that we need community. We need other people that see us and know us for support. Mm -hmm. Another thing that's going to be common in these next couple of things is that it's a mutual interaction. It's you're giving something and you're receiving something. So support, you're providing support for other people in a community and people that see you and know you well. And 
they're providing support for you. Without a true connection and someone knowing you well, they're not going to be able to know how to support you if they don't know what your needs are, if they don't know what your situation is. So I think the differentiator between networking and community building is that like more rich relationship being known deeper than just kind of a surface level of like, oh, I do this, my name's this, and I'm known for X, Y, and Z. It's it's much more of I see you and I know you and you belong to this group. And, and because of that, I can help you in this way and I can support you in this way mm-hmm. and vice versa. The next one is safety. It popped into my mind thinking about physical safety, like the the concept of there's power in numbers, that sort of thing. It can be physically safe to be in a community and that, you know, you have people looking out for you, that sort of thing. And so, so I think that physical safety is a, a big part of it, but I think there's also a big psychological safety component to this, to this idea of safety where you like Courtney and I have in our previous leadership positions spent a lot of time talking about psychological safety So psychological safety essentially is people feeling comfortable to share what they think, what their opinions are, to be able to provide honest feedback without fear of repercussion or fear of some sort of consequence. And that fear could come from peers. It could come from loss of social status. There are so many different reasons why someone would feel unsafe to share and so psychologically unsafe. In our leadership positions, we had to be really cognizant of this because there's just kind of a natural in a in a leadership structure, kind of organizational hierarchy. You may feel like as a leader, as someone's supervisor or manager, oh, I'm an open door. Like tell sh- share whatever you want with me. I'm open to feedback. Talk to me about anything. Yeah, you can feel super approachable as a leader, but we have to really keep in mind that there is a hierarchy that's existing. And even if you don't feel it, and you probably wouldn't feel it. So that's kind of that the concept of psychological safety of is there are things that you can do to improve it. And then there are things that are going to be kind of inherently blocking psychological safety in some settings. So that's kind of the being seen, being known is feeling safe in that community. The next one is knowledge sharing. So again, this reciprocal, like you're sharing knowledge, you're receiving knowledge and learning and education. It can be knowledge in terms of very specific things about whatever the community that you're in, like that kind of knowledge sharing could be wisdom sharing. It could be a full spectrum of what exactly that knowledge sharing means. But that thing, that's a really integral part of being known in a community and belonging. The next one is influence. When you're in a group of people who know you well, uh, you're influencing others, they're influencing you. And that is also really inspiring. The first word that came to my mind was influence, but then just this idea of inspiration, I think is tacked on just the influence of other people and being able to see how they're living and, and what they're doing. And I think that can be really inspiring. So influence and inspiration under this one. And then 
the last thing, which we've already really covered, is relationships and the 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 network of relationships, the vitality of relationships, the depth of relationships. So I guess that probably belonged up at the top under belonging. I think. <laughs> but yeah, that's what fits underneath that belonging umbrella. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful umbrella. I like it. A couple of thoughts that I have with this. Thank you for the research behind what you've provided us today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, studies are showing, I mean, time and time again, just how important belonging to community is for our mental health. And so all of these things are why it is so important to our mental health. It's something, again, we're striving for that belonging all the time. And so a couple of things that stuck out to me with those last five bullet points or key topics, it's just interesting to me how related they all are to each other. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, we can lump them underneath one umbrella. But even as you're walking us through each one of those topics, I'm like, when I think about community, I think about. I'm obviously a very visual person. So I think about that group, right? Like, what does that group look like? When I say I belong to a community, I see physical safety. Like you're saying, I see a community of a bunch of different people physically being close to each other, which again, might not actually be what your community looks like. And that's fine. But you get that sense of safety because there is safety in numbers. There's power in numbers. But there's also like you're talking about this psychological safety, which is very tied into your support and that influence. And again, just that idea of I have your back. So even when it comes to knowledge sharing, Mm -hmm. you have to feel safe to share the knowledge that you have, right? Because, oh, well, I don't want to present this because I don't want the people to think I'm stupid or, or maybe I stutter or I'm not the most eloquent speaker that there is. But if you know that you are supported by your group and that they have your back and that they want to hear from you and you are a valued member, you feel a lot safer to do so. And you're going to, and then you really can positively contribute to this community that you've helped build. Um, And again, taking that active role in building that community. So I really just love the, the concept behind all of this and just how related it is to what it is we are as a human, like what, where we are at our core, this is something that we need and we can do a much better job (laughs) than probably most have been in order to, to really build our community. Yeah. Another thing as you were talking court that is sticking out to me is just the, the importance of, I think if we allow ourselves to get too passive in this, and we're not actively building community as a human need, as a social need, I think we can delve into this area where we end up, the people that are closest to us, we end up leaning on them for all of these needs that that really can only be met with community. And it's just mm-hmm. not fair to our whoever that is to you that are their closest maybe it's one or two close friends maybe it's a significant other maybe it's a spouse it's just not I, I think that these needs are met in community and we can very 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 easily start to lean on one person for them right yep 
and it becomes damaging to those relationships, right? Like if, if you're trying to fill your community void with the two people that you're constantly around all the time, they can't possibly measure up to, to filling that need. So you're setting them up for <laughs> right out of the gate. Um, but then it's easy to get upset when they're not meeting that need. When at the end of the day, it's your job. It is you as a human need to know that this is a need and to actively be working on it and not leaning on those people. Because if they fail to meet that need, that is not their problem. It is your problem. (laughs) So don't set them up for failure and become a more active participant when it comes to building your community. Yeah. The other thing that we've talked about before, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast is as different levels of people being introverted and extroverted, this might look different for different people. The the type of community building, the type of community that you want to be a part of could look very, very different. The things that you're actively building. But remember, this is a human need. This isn't an extroverted person's need. This is this is something that is important for all of us, no matter no matter how we define our introversion, extroversion those different things. And I think the other key takeaway with this particular episode is trying to differentiate between networking and community building. Mm -hmm. And again, I I mean, no, we've definitely already touched on this too, but it's that relationship piece, right? I feel like earlier you mentioned the networking being surface level. And I see that as just kind of the label, right? Like your name is Bridget. You work as a quality analyst on to the next. Okay. Next person, your name's Courtney. You're doing all kinds of weird stuff. Okay. Good to know. Next person. (laughs) But it isn't until we get to that next level of like, okay, I want to connect with these people. I want them to be part of my community or I'm evaluating if I want them to be part of my community. Mm -hmm. Then that moves more into the core values, right? Like do your core values match mine? Mm -hmm. No matter what size the community is, you want to have a good amount of diversity. I mean, you don't want everybody to be thinking the same way, looking the same way, doing the same thing. You want all those different angles coming in and really enriching your community. But at the core of it, you want everybody to be having those same core values as you. That's what really links everybody together and keeps everybody moving in the same direction. For example, we have this upcoming event where that core value of wanting wellness, wanting wholeness, being on this journey to wholeness, having, you know, this passion for learning more about how to live life optimally. That's that core value, that core mission that we all are a part of. But the different people that are coming in are all over the map on what they do and how they contribute to their communities and how, you know, we hope to gain their knowledge and and see how they connect in with this community that we're trying to build. So it's really a beautiful thing when it all comes to fruition. I'm excited to see what happens at this event. I'm so excited (laughs) too. I want to wrap up this episode talking a little bit more on that mental health piece. Notice we didn't talk about networking being important for mental health. It's the relationship part that's important for mental health. It's the community. It's the belonging. That's what's at the core of what helps us in our mental health component. I think networking is one gateway to community building, but it's not the only way to build a community. Our event is one gateway to get people together. 
mm-hmm. and in the same room. It's not the only way to build community though. Um, yeah. We're getting them in the same room, but that active participation of community building is up to the individuals who show up. Mm, that's a great point. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And as far as the mental health piece goes, it's funny because I was like, should we cite all the different studies and all the different research there is on this? And it's like, yes, we could. But at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is <laughs> community building is a very important part of having good, strong mental health. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I could outline studies on that. But what I'd rather say is, how did the last two years go for you? <laughs> Everybody had a very different experience when it comes to the pandemic, but all of us at some point, even those of us who were considered essential and still had to go to work every day, there was still a different level of isolation that came with having to, and I quote, isolate at home or quarantine or whatever that looked like. Mm -hmm. And for some people, certainly a lot worse than others, but that really did no matter where you're at, cause some kind of impact to your community and your contribution to your community and what your community looked like. Um, And some people were really good at just kind of like pivoting and okay, well, we can't meet in person, but I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to meet with my friends via FaceTime. And we're still able to overall meet that need, but there was still an impact, right? Like it was hard. And for some people, it was really hard and they are still suffering a lot of the mental health consequences from having to isolate or from not really being able to meet that community connection. And that goes back to what we were talking about of this being something that we just kind of do every day. When you're not able to just kind of do it every day, it became something like, oh, I'm really missing out on this. I need to really be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. So really be intentional about it is the take home. And so our next episode, we're going to tell you how you can do that. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I think that you're right. It's there's there has been a ton of research that's came out of the pandemic on mm-hmm. the harmful sides of isolation and so many different mental health components. But I think we we all feel that. Like we exactly. we've been the case study. Exactly. <laughs> we, this isn't some far off study we need to like, oh wow, so what happened to the participants? Like <laughs> You were there. Yeah. Yep. How are they doing? Well, we're trucking along. Oh, anyway. Okay. I think that covers the why this is important. So if if you have not got the gist of why we think this is important, (laughs) then maybe start the episode over again. Because I feel like we we went over it. We did it. (laughs) Goal met. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Can't wait to share our how-tos next week with you. And until then, we bid you adieu. Bye. If you thought today's podcast was helpful, we would love for you to share it with a friend or write us a review. Thanks for listening.